0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Talking Games with Kelly and Andrew. I'm Andrew. I'm Kelly. And I've missed this. Uh, that week off was too long. I didn't know what, I would, what to do with myself. I was just talking into nothingness as though I was on a podcast. Were you similar?
1: Yeah, I was kind of staring at myself in the mirror and just <laughs> like speaking to myself as I would speak to you. Yeah. And it was very scary. And I had a crisis because, you know, if you look at yourself too long in the mirror, you start to, like, go crazy. Yeah. Um, and I and I went and got my brain cleaned, and now I'm back. That's great. And my I brain's clean.
0: I was looking in a mirror talking to myself, which now that I'm thinking about it, we should have just done this. We should have just <laughs> talked to each other.
1: Maybe we should have just spoken to one another.
0: <laughs> but it was refreshing to have a week off for the holiday. I hope all the listeners had a good holiday. Did you have a good holiday, Kelly?
1: Yeah, I did. You know, I had a holiday and then I had a little trip and the holiday was good. The trip was good, but I'm very happy to be back home.
0: Yeah, I've been pumped for this episode. It's just like, you know, there's been some news, but also it just I just missed this. This is such a good like, you know, settled into like what we've missed. So what's happened in the week, you know,
1: right? good vibes.
0: So wanna do you want to get us started on the news this week? What we've missed in the past two weeks?
1: Sure, so some news, um, not a whole lot, but some. Some that is very important to one particular member of this duo. Um, There is reportedly a Mass Effect TV show or series in the works at Amazon Studios. Um, this was a development from the week before last, I believe.
0: Yeah, our week off.
1: Week off, so... Um, it's not old news, but it's been talked about quite a bit at this point. Um, I have my thoughts and feelings on it. What I, are those thoughts and feelings? <laughs> so I, I think a Mass Effect TV show could really, really work if it was set in any, uh, universe that wasn't, not universe, <laughs> cause that actually is like a thing in Mass Effect. I think it would it would work set with any other story than the one of the original trilogy um, or Andromeda. So you so,
0: want it to be set in that world, but not with those characters?
1: Right. Right. Just because I think that it's really hard with role-playing games because, and I think we talked about this a little bit when we talked about the Dragon Age TV show, whatever that even means, like whatever that is. <laughs> but it's hard because with role-playing games, you do really have your own character and your own choices, and that's the point of the game, is that you are making those choices as your character, especially in a game like Mass Effect. I find that it's a little bit like, ooh, it kind of like skeezes me out a little bit to even think that they're going to go like, okay, it's going to be a man, Commander Shepard, and he's gonna romance this person, and he's gonna make these choices. It's like I don't really want to see that. No, I when I play Mass Effect, I play it my own way, and I see my own choices. And so my hope is, is that the story will take place in the universe, but maybe not necessarily um, the story of the original trilogy. There's a really interesting opportunity for like prequel material. Um, that could be expanded on from the books. From the books by um, Drew Carpishin, I don't know how to say his last name, but he wrote the first Mass Effect and he also wrote a few books that were really well received. And that's really all I have to say about it. I don't want to see a sequel. I don't want to see anything with the original trilogy. I'm very put off by that. Yeah, I'm and this, curious. And I'm this, very curious. And this thing from a few months ago with Henry Cavill, how he like teased uh, Mass Effect script on his Instagram, that makes me very wary, because he would be, I could just see them now. That's Commander Shepard. Like he's just such a. Uh, listen, no disrespect to Henry Cavill. I think he's a great actor, um, and I think him being in The Witcher he is sort of proven that he's not just like a chiseled face. He can do like fun character stuff too, but I uh I can just see him sort of being this very blase like plain male white commander shepherd who makes all the paragon choices and romances the the big romance and you know I just, it really puts me off.
0: I feel like the only way I would be interested in seeing a direct adaptation of the original trilogy would be if they picked, like, the weirdest choices that you could, like, the most uncommon choices, and that's what the the version of the TV show did. But, like, realistically, that's not going to happen. If it's going to be a version of the original trilogy, it will be, like, the most common choices, which is always the paragon like the the good karma choices so hopefully it is some new story and also i like i like henry cavill enough but like i don't want him to be like the video game guy like yeah not every video game movie needs to share threads with each other
1: yeah i i do appreciate him because i know he is a like i know he is a nerd like i know that he does play video games yeah um not that you know gamers are nerds or anything. <laughs>
0: no, we're nerds. It's okay.
1: But um, I appreciate him in that way. And like I said, I think he's a great actor. I just, I can just see them doing that. You know what I mean? Like exactly just very, what you're saying. Very bland. Just, yeah. yeah, very bland. And I also, a part of me feel like feels like it's almost, a, I don't want to say insulting because I don't think that's fair. But a part of me is like the performances of the original cast in the video games, in the original trilogy, those performances are very, very good. And I don't want to see those replaced by Hollywood know, names. Yeah, Hollywood names that are great in their own respect, but uh, you know, Garris is Garris. It's like his voice actor makes Garris. That's his. Car- I mean, seriously. But, but and what if
0: te- they got Chris Pratt?
1: Ugh! Please, <laughs> I please don't even put that into the universe. My stomach just turned aggressively. Um, so you know. I don't know. I'm feeling very tepid about this news, as I with most agree. like video game. Oh, we're gonna turn this into we're gonna turn this into a show. It it makes my stomach turn, and I think it works for The Witcher because it's not really based on the game; it's based on the books. Yeah, so it's a little bit more. There's a, there's more meat to it.
0: I'm Ugh. hopeful for the the more distant future, because I feel these days when video game adaptations come out. There's been a few really good ones, a few real hits, specifically like Netflix-produced ones, like Arcane, Witcher, and Castlevania come to mind. But I feel the worst of the worst these days is just mediocrity, whereas like 10, 15 years ago, most video game adaptations were absolutely terrible, and the best of the best was mediocre. So like maybe 10 years from now, it will be like legitimately a an industry of movies that are worth watching and maybe it, like comic book movies were in the same the same vein so i feel like there's there's a very good possibility that it's going to follow that same kind of thing and just grow the only issue is that every marvel movie is connected to each other which i think is what contributes to its success whereas every video game movie is based on different things so it doesn't have that that connective tissue to each other to itself that allows it to thrive.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: We'll see. We have there's so much to come in like the next couple of years we know of a lot of things and there's also so many reportedly in the works things that things could really turn. And I'm hopeful, but also in this story specifically, I don't think that this is the best series to be turning into anything this shouldn't this this is a video game you know this this was developed as a video game it takes advantage of the medium in so many ways and i think it's a bad choice to adapt to to screen
1: yeah agreed
0: speaking of chris pratt um <laughs> nintendo 64 chris 65- <laughs> christopher pratt this has nothing to do with christopher pratt unless him voicing Mario means a lot to you. Um, The Nintendo 64 online service, this is the Nintendo Switch Online expansion pack, is adding Paper Mario. We already knew they were adding it because they announced it in the announced trailer as one of the future coming games, but they're bringing it to the service. This is, in my opinion, very concerning news because they really piped it up like they were going to be bringing lots of things to the n64 service and now they're dropping one game after weeks yeah so i don't know it's it's gonna i don't think anybody's surprised i it was fair to assume that it was going to maintain the drip feed that nintendo nintendo entertainment system and super nintendo entertainment system was gonna has been doing my sentences are not flowing that was like <laughs> six retries in that one sentence. But Nintendo's online services in the past have been very drip feedy. They still are. So I don't know why the Nintendo 64 version would be any different.
1: Yeah. I, I also feel like this is a bit concerning. Um, you know, my thoughts on this are talk to me when we get to GameCube and I can play Thousand Year Door.
0: Okay, I'll talk to you in four years then. <laughs> Maybe on the Switch <laughs> On the <too>. next <laughs>
1: console, yeah.
0: Realistically, the next console probably. But if this is something you are interested in, it's coming December 10th, so not too long to wait. No judgment if you do enjoy the service, if you have it. Like, power to you, but it's so it's so underwhelming in my opinion that the fact that they're not doing an exciting edition, like not, no no trash on Paper Mario, like it's just sad that they're only adding one game to the service. That's not very exciting.
1: Yeah, it's really like, like really? This is what we're paying for?
0: <laughs> I think they it's their games. They could have just dropped every first person or first party Nintendo N64 game the day that the service came out, but they chose right. to drip feed it. They chose a small selection to start with, so I can't really respect this decision. Third-party stuff, I understand. But stuff that Nintendo made, no. No, 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 no. No, no, no,
1: no. That's... But, yeah, something it's not great.
0: Yeah. Well, there's got to be some better news to talk about, right, Kelly?
1: No.
0: All right, everybody. Thanks for listening
1: <laughs> to Talking. <laughs> um, there is more news to talk about. I don't know if uh, you would consider it better at all. <laughs> um, so... Um, I think this was the week that we were on break, or maybe it was right after our last show, but the creative director, Matt Goldman, the creative director for Dragon Age 4, his name is Matt Goldman. I don't know why I said that out of order. (laughs) Both of our sentences are really... The creative
0: uh, director for Matt Goldman.
1: (laughs) Um, He left. And it was was really awkward because, um, you know, every December 4th, is this big event called Dragon Age Day because it's like D4, which almost looks like DA, which is like Dragon Age. You know, it's just like a fun fan thing, but the developers and the producers, they really get in on it and they have a good time. And he was like posting about Dragon Age, like he tweeted about it a lot. And then all of a sudden EA just releases a statement that's like, we both mutually agreed that he would leave the company which I'm not trying to speculate. It just sounds a little bit weird. Um, Don't really know the circumstances behind it. I don't know if it was creative. It didn't really, to me, it doesn't really seem like a creative thing because, you know, a a lot of the people on the writing team are still there.
0: He's also the creative director, so theoretically he should be able to direct the creativity however he wants.
1: Right. Right. And I think the big pinpoint and the big issue that a lot of people were sort of talking about were was the original development for Dragon Age Four. It was going to be a games as a like live service game, like almost like an MMO or something. Which Dragon Age, I mean, Dragon Age is a single player story. It always has been. They added a multiplayer element in three, but it wasn't vital to the story. It was just for funsies. And the th- that that was a big part of development for a long time and then EA made the switch when Jedi Fallen Order was successful. They said, you know what, single player games can be successful, switch it up again. So that's a big part of why development has been so slow as they kind of changed processes like halfway through. So that was like a pain point at the time that a lot of people maybe thought were a reason why a lot of the big executives were leaving um, like Mark Dara. But that the, case is, the thing is they've been making a single player game for like two years now. So either it was creative differences that we are just not hearing about or something happened that we're not hearing about. Um, like I said, I don't really want to speculate so I'm not going to go there. But um, it's not necessarily, it's not, it's not any reason to like throw up our hands and panic or anything. But it's also, it's a little bit concerning. And I think most people recognize that.
0: I think it's just the timing, because this is probably the time when a creative director would be most involved in the development right. process. So right. leaving now kind of sparks concern for the greater development of Dragon Age Four.
1: Yeah. And let me tell you a fun fact. It's Dragon be Age fun. the time between Dragon Age Origins and Dragon Age Origin and Dragon Age Inquisition six years. Yeah. It has been six years since Dragon Age Inquisition came out. So, that's three games versus one game in its sequel. <laughs> so I'm not saying it's been a long development process, but this is probably the longest in my life I've ever waited for a video game.
0: I yeah, it's been excessive, which,
1: which is concerning. Yeah, <laughs> and well, I, I it's think it's the it,
0: silence that's concerning. I think
1: and it and it is, and I think the thing too is, it you know there was a, pan, a global pandemic going on. And I do think sometimes these games get really, really, really big. Like Elder Scrolls 6, big. Like, how do we even do this big? But they did have, like, a little message on Dragon Age Day, uh, EA. And they were like, hey, we really appreciate and love you guys. We can't wait to see you next year with more information about the next game. Which, at first, everybody was like, oh, my God. We thought we were going to see it at the Game Awards. But next year is only a month away, so
0: Yeah. I kind of wish they said like for a look at the game and not information, because every time a studio says information, I'm like, you're just gonna release like another text post.
1: Yeah. Though so I will think I wanna the, n- see the game. Yeah, I think the next we will see of it we will see gameplay. I am I am like ninety five percent positive of that.
0: I'm hoping. Because you're we've right. seen
1: concept art. We've seen We've seen the voice actors doing voices. We've seen a cinematic trailer. I mean, it's time. It's time. It's time. So, But,
0: but it's not quite time because it's not going to be at the Game Awards.
1: Right. Not quite time. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Matt Goldman's out. Don't know what happened. Don't know if we'll ever know. Probably not. So, I guess um, the future of Dragon Age is up in the air yet again yet again
0: i feel like most of the news we've talked about since starting this program is like in relation to dragon age it's all been like more question marks and very few answers
1: i know it's sad isn't it
0: yeah it's, it's my just favorite been a, game, it's been a mess
1: and here i am every week crying about it
0: hey that's at least i can't think of a positive i'm sorry
1: it's okay I think the cinematic trailer helped a lot actually. Because well, we did good. see our main antagonist. And we heard a familiar voice. And I feel like, you know what? Even if that's it, that's it, you know?
0: Yeah. Well, do you want to hear some positive news that isn't about Dragon Age that'll maybe lift your lift your yes. spirits a little? Yes. So reportedly PlayStation is planning a new service to rival Xbox's Game Pass. It is reported to be merging PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Now. And it will have multiple tiers available to decide what products you get. So some tiers have very basic things, kind of like what you're getting with PlayStation Plus Now. And then there's another tier that has something more similar to PlayStation Now, a streaming service with modern games. And then the third tier would add old games, like PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2. And the surprising part for me is PlayStation Portable. Which is exciting, but also I'm like, that's the, like not PlayStation 3, not PlayStation Vita, not the things that would be much easier to translate. But there's a lot of PSP games that I think would be very fun to play on modern platforms. So, I'm excited by this. I'm I think... PlayStation doesn't have to do this. They are succeeding beyond belief. They are doing exceptionally well right now, selling out PlayStation 5s the second they are done being made. So this feels maybe like a pro-consumer move or maybe like a future-proofing thing so that when the the console sales level out and become a lot more uh, attainable, Xbox doesn't instantly become the more appealing one. They want to be ready for that moment. But I think it's pro-consumer to have a Game Pass-like service on all platforms. I mean, it's not going to happen on Switch, but on PlayStation and Xbox at the very least. So I'm hopeful. This is exciting. If it's true, it's supposed to come out next year if the report is correct, which is I'm excited to hear about it. I'm curious when we'll hear about it. Um, The big downside to this is that the reports are saying that we should not expect big day one releases. So like when the new Horizon comes out, the new God of War comes out, those will not be available on the service day one. So that is something that Xbox will still hold over PlayStation's head.
1: Yeah. I feel like this is a a good move all around. When I saw that they were putting PSP games up there, I said, oh, signed, sealed, delivered. I'm yours. <laughs> um, I... So my PSP does not work anymore. Sad. And it was my Persona 3 portable machine. So whenever I got the urge to play that game again, I would play it on my PSP and now I can't anymore. But guess what?
0: Maybe soon.
1: Maybe soon. I'm hoping <laughs> the
0: selection is very broad. I'm hoping like it's game like Pass. everything. I mean, it would be really nice if they like just went out and did like some licensing for everybody basically and get most of the major games
1: so I have a take
0: what's your take is it hot
1: it's a hot take Okay. it's a sec it's a two ta- it's a two take it's a take two don't Oops. say that
0: we're gonna get sued
1: <laughs> um, so take two the developer publisher 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 the publisher Take-Two filed a claim that It Takes-Two is in violation of its trademark um, and that the name should be changed because it's too similar to Take-Two.
0: You know, it's not like there's a completely different letters and it's an additional word.
1: It's like... And also a like, common phrase. It's like when people try and trade... It's like when... um. like there's a lot of like funky trademark stories like trying to trademark the color yellow (laughs) somebody did that it's just it's very silly
0: it's also like a well-established game this game's been out for like coming up on a year
1: maybe it's like a money thing they just want some oh yeah some settlement money or something
0: yeah but like also they're demanding the name be changed like what this game's out How do you change the name of a game that is already out?
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's a little bit silly.
0: Like, what do it does not take two.
1: It takes three.
0: (laughs) And then drastically overhaul how the game works.
1: (laughs) Patch in a third character. Yeah. It's three-player co-op.
0: Oh, wow. Let's make it happen.
1: Yeah, that's very silly. I'm sorry.
0: I, I don't like take two. I think they're a really rotten developer or publisher, sorry. But, like, this is just proving... That they're money hungry and stupid.
1: Yeah. Little brain.
0: Little brain, big wallet.
1: Big wallet, little brain. I wish I had a big wallet and a little brain. But I, I wish got I a little a wallet, wallet and a little brain.
0: Oh, you got, <laughs> you got the rough combination. <laughs> um, well, somebody who's not quite as bad as Take Two is our boy Jeff. Jeffrey? Jeff Keeley's Game Awards. is going to be this Thursday at 8 p.m., if you're interested in watching. Jeff has stated in an interview just today, at time of recording, that there will be, quote-unquote, four or five reveals on par with the Elden Ring gameplay reveal from his Summer Game Fest.
1: Nah. Nah. He's lying to us.
0: Uh, Yeah, that's the thing, is I don't...
1: My Cause... Elden Ring is not somebody else's Elden Ring. You know what I mean? Like, Elden well, like, Ring for someone could be, like, Forza or something. You well, know yeah, because that's
0: the hope would be that, like, it, what he's saying is it's, like, four or five games that are pretty widely anticipated so that there's something for everybody. But also, like, I feel that you and I especially have a pretty broad, broad demographic of games we like to play. So, like, even games we're not super hype about, we get interested and excited when they reveal things that we know mean a lot to people. But four or five is a lot because Elden Ring is huge. It means a lot to a lot of people to To claim that there will be four or five. Also, I don't know why he's saying or five like he knows he, he's making the show. <laughs> is it four or is it five? Jeff? He's
1: just talking his talk. You know, it's I mean? probably like talking his ish
0: like there's a lot that it could be. But like that's a huge claim. Elden Ring was a huge deal. It was one of the biggest games from E3.
1: Yes. I think he's vastly, vastly underrating Elden Ring. I'm sorry. People were waiting for that game since like Dark Souls 2.
0: Yeah. And also it's like he's pretty good at making his shows sound really exciting before and everybody falls for it every single time, including (laughs) me. Like I get wrapped up in the hype the second it starts and I'm like, "Ooh, it could be anything. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Well, now that we're talking about it, since it's coming up, Kelly. Do you have any hopes for the game awards or any um, predictions perhaps?
1: Prediction I really don't know. Uh it's hard to say with the game awards because I feel like a lot of it has become more about reveals than anything else. I don't know. I really don't have any expectations. I don't these big reveals, I really don't know what they could be. Um I don't I don't even know what's like What's the next big thing coming out? I feel like everything's been announced. Because Elden Ring was like we we knew, but it was like it was a big surprise that it was as in depth as it was. So if we're we're measuring it by that metric, it's like it's something that we might know a little bit about, but we don't have like full. A week ago, I would have said I'm really excited to see the next Dragon Age trailer, but (laughs) that's not happening apparently. So I don't really know. I don't really know what to expect. I hope that it's a good show. I hope that it's not full of, like, corporate... It will be. ...mumble, bumbly. And I also... I I do have an issue, I think, with this, like, insistence that we're not going to talk... We're not going to talk about anything with Activision or Blizzard. We're just going to be really quiet about that. We're not going to talk about it. We're going to focus on the reveals. I don't really like that. I feel like mm. this is a really important moment in the industry, and it's being completely shuffled aside. I think there's... a there's a lot of ethical concerns with people on the board, uh, not the board, maybe it's the board, for the Game Awards, one of them being Bobby Kotick, or his uh, assistant, whatever his name is, is the other guy. His name is like, is like funnily similar to Bobby Kotick. It's like Robert Kostich or something. <laughs> it's like, is this just you and a mustache? Um, But... I don't, so that that aspect of the Game Awards has kind of tempered my excitement for it a lot. Yeah. But with all that being said, I look forward to seeing who wins, and I look forward to seeing the big releases, or the big reveals, I mean.
0: Yeah. I don't know what could be revealed. There's quite a few games I think updates would be very exciting here, like, Starfield would be very cool to see oh, here. Yeah,
1: maybe we will see Starfield actually.
0: Breath of the Wild sequel. This would be a good good spot for that. Um, there's probably like, cause like I feel like Nintendo has to have a presence in some fashion, and yeah. Smash is done, so they can't really fall back on that. So hopefully they have something good. Um, yeah,
1: I, w- I I was I didn't even realize they were gonna be there. I felt like Nintendo yeah, they're always, always there in some step, fashion. Takes a step back.
0: Um, I, I'm not excited for the show itself because the show is usually quite bad. (laughs) It's three hours. The Gillette
1: man. Is the Gillette man going to be there?
0: If he's not, I'm tuning out.
1: I want to see that big buff body and that silly little razor head.
0: (laughs) I'm curious what the corporate thing will be this year. Because last year it was Stadia.
1: Ugh.
0: The year before that, or maybe a couple years before that, was the Gillette Man. And, like, they have one ad that basically repeats in some fashion 20 times during the show. So, like, there has to be something this year. Hopefully it's something fun. Probably not. But it's it's full of Hollywood faces, which is annoying because it's not the Oscars. It's the video game awards.
1: Yeah, like, we should why? be invited.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm not kidding. You and I are more relevant to video games than Vin Diesel is.
1: <laughs> Wait, isn't he in the? Isn't he in one of those a game though?
0: He's in the. Isn't sequel Isn't he in the dinosaur to, game? Yeah, he's in the sequel to Ark, but like that was revealed <laughs> and I never talked about. So maybe he's kind of relevant. What was Vin the other Diesel. actress who was in the Game Awards last year? Or two years ago?
1: What was the game?
0: Sekiro. No, she wasn't in the game. She was his co-star from Fast and the Furious.
1: Oh, is it Michelle Rodriguez?
0: Yeah, I think so. She and him revealed Game of the Year, the year (laughs) Sakura won. And it was the most like, I'm like, why are they revealing this? They have nothing. They're just here to advertise their new movie.
1: They should have had Keanu back. He's there. Uh, He is?
0: Him and uh, his co-star from The New Matrix.
1: Oh, oh, you know. He did the voice for for Neo in the Matrix game and she was in she's been in a lot of video games. She's she was in Mass Effect. Carrie Ann Moss. Yeah. Oh that's cool though. And there you know what? A, I love Keanu.
0: <laughs> there was a tease so this is actually video game related because there was a tease for a matrix matrix experience on PlayStation Five and Series X using Unreal Engine five. And the teaser was just, like, Keanu's face, but, like, hyper... Like, it just looked like him. It didn't look like a video game. Um, and you can actually go download it now. You can't do anything with it. It's just, like, preloaded. But I'm excited for that one just because, like, we haven't actually seen... Like, we've seen Unreal Engine 5 demos, but being able to run it on our own console could be really cool. I'm assuming it won't be a game, but...
1: I would like to see his face, too.
0: Do it. Here. (laughs) Have you... Keep going. I want more of that laugh.
1: (laughs) Keanu, I'm sorry if you're listening to this. I'm not objectifying you. I think it's cool. It's not even about that, okay?
0: Keep going. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Uh-huh.
1: Matrix comes out pretty soon. Um, This is not a movie podcast. <laughs>
0: no, I was just trying to find a trailer on YouTube to share with you. And that whole time you filled the dead air with that laughter. Thank so. you.
1: Yes. Uh, it comes out <laughs> December 22nd, 2021.
0: We will be um, not talking about it.
1: Well, yeah. Yeah. No, we, uh, we, uh, yeah, we won't talk about it. Mm. I won't talk about it at all.
0: You should click on the link I just posted.
1: All right, hold on. All right, just you know, give me a second, okay? Sorry, can Those, you repeat just, that noise again? Just give me a freaking second, okay? Oh my okay. God, it's number 21 on Trending? Yeah. Oh my God, there he is. That was really short. That was very brief.
0: So yeah, they released a little teaser for, for that Matrix thing. I don't know what it'll be. It's I doubt it'll be actually video game related. It will probably just be advertisement for the new film. But seeing Unreal Engine 5 utilized on next gen current gen consoles will be very exciting. Yeah. So I'm hopeful that the game awards will have it will be a bad show, but I hope it has good <laughs> reveals in it. I really would like to see Breath of the Wild too and hopefully there's at least one or two interesting reveals. Like last yeah. year was particularly one of the worst game awards I've ever seen, so I'm weary but hopeful that hopefully this year post COVID it's a little better. Yeah. So
1: we'll see. We'll see. How we, it we'll
0: see. We'll see very soon. And again, that's on Thursday night if you're interested to watch it live or just tune into the podcast next week for all of our wild and zany reactions.
1: It's going to be wild and it's going to be zany.
0: Yeah. So, so what did you play this week though, Kelly?
1: So I played this little game called Haven. Um, I bought it on Steam. Let me actually go to Steam and look at the page so I can give a more robust... Uh, summary.
0: Good word, good word.
1: Thank you. I just want to make sure that I give the proper information. So it is like an adventure game. Um, you play as the these two characters. You can kind of switch back and forth between them. Um, it looks like it's developed by a an indie company called The Game Bakers, maybe?
0: Ooh, that's a good name.
1: Um, Hold on. It's just Jessica. Just give me a freaking second, okay? Hold on a minute. (laughs) Um, yeah, the game, the publisher and the developer, the Game Bakers. It's it's an adventure RPG. Um, you play as these two characters. You can do either single player or co-op because there are two characters. Okay. Um, it's like kind of they're in a relationship, so it's like there's there's like a romantic element um but you're basically it's you're like collecting stuff and you're sort of surviving on this planet and uh it's very fl- like the gameplay itself is very fluid you're like flowing around all the time there's this thing called flow and that's what you used to sort of glide around um the characters i like the designs a lot i like the girl uh, what's her name you maybe i think her name is you like her design a lot better than I like his. I feel like his is a little bit bland in comparison. Um, the plot is okay. It's kind of like, is it boring? Mm. <laughs> I didn't say it was boring, but it's not like you know it's not the most exciting game I've ever played, but it is like it's it's got this nice style it's it's like cell shaded and it's very bright. Um, so it's pleasant to look at. It's pleasing to the eye. Uh, The music is really good. The world design is real, real, it's like, it's very beautiful, but it's very simple. It's like, it's not super overcrowded with stuff. Um, I only played for like an hour, so I really got like bare bones experience. But I am looking forward to playing more. I'm not like dying to play it every moment that I'm breathing, but I am looking forward to playing more. Um... My only disclaimer is if you are very lonely right now (laughs) and you want to be in a romantic relationship, maybe just don't play this game (laughs) because it's like, it's a very, I feel like it's a very honest depiction of a relationship. There's a lot of like ups and downs and they have a certain way of speaking with one another that's very familiar and very cute. And I feel like if you were in a bad place romantically right now, it might make you feel not so good. So. That's good to know. That's actually a really good <laughs>
0: disclaimer to give.
1: So I I know it's kind of weird, but honestly, I feel like that is an important aspect of the game. It is really, I mean, it is, the core of it is about like a romance about these this pair of people, so.
0: That disclaimer legitimately makes me more interested to play it than most of what I've heard about it.
1: Yeah, it was fine. I mean, like I said, I'm not like jumping up and down, but it's... um. It should be, I'm excited to play a little bit more and maybe finish it. (laughs) I think it was 20 bucks. Okay. If I'm not mistaken.
0: I think it's on Game Pass as well. So I might hop in and try it out sometime. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I am a big fan of the art style and especially like the key art and stuff, which, you know, if you're a curious audience, you just look down at your phone, look at the thumbnail, that key art will be there.
1: Yes. Um, Andrew, what have you been playing this week?
0: So I played a couple things. I played a little bit more, and by a little bit I mean a lot more, of uh, Shin Megami Tensei V, which I gave some impressions of a couple weeks back. Um, nothing really new to say. I'm just, just giving an update that I am blistering through it and trying to get to the ending um, before the end of the year. But it's all very positive. My impressions have just gotten better with time. So if my last review left you kind of on the fence, but you wanted to hear more, just know that it's just getting better with time. Uh, But a more relevant game, because I finished it, is Psychonauts 2. I gave my impressions of this game, what would it have been, like a month ago? A while ago on the show. Early game was pretty iffy, and then it was getting better in time. And I got real hooked on it on our week off and ended up finishing the entire game. I liked this game more and more as time went on. The movement mechanics are not perfect, but you get used to them and they become a lot more manageable as time goes on. There are some story sequences later that were super emotional and really, really well written. There is a, a major character that you spend a lot of time with that was voiced by Jack Black. I did not know that going in, but that segment was one of the best segments I've played in any game recently. It was just very powerful and very fun and also very emotional. I cried, but I also cried everything, so that's not necessarily a a, <laughs> a sales point. But I I went from being sort of interested in this game pre-release to kind of enjoying it when I started it. To now it is one of my Game of the Year contenders. And I understand fully why it is nominated for all the awards it's nominated for. And I am I cannot recommend it highly enough. Especially if you have access to it for free through Game Pass. Like, it's it's perfect. It's a fantastic game. It's not perfect, but it's fantastic. It's well worth your time. It's longer than I expected. It took me about 15 hours to finish. And I didn't even do a lot of side content. So, you got a lot of game there. I recommend it again. So, That's what I played this week. I really got addicted to that on our week off specifically.
1: That's nice because I feel like it was a really long time coming. And I feel like Psychonauts is one of those games that's got a big cult following.
0: I want to give credit. Let me find the name. I watched a YouTuber this week because after I finished Psychonauts 2, um. I watched a video about it and I was. I was. I'm always weary watching and listening to content about games I've played before recording this podcast because I don't want to accidentally plagiarize somebody. Because if they like implant a thought in my brain, I'll just like repeat what they said unknowingly. Right. Um, but I started watching this video weary of what they were going to say and it was a lot more about like the development process and stuff and less about the mechanics. So I didn't, I wasn't worried about stealing. The YouTuber's name is Noodle, as in like a noodle that you cook. I very highly recommend looking into them. They have really cute animated videos. But he specifically validated my opinion of Psychonauts 1, which I also talked about on the show, probably like midsummer, um, because I quite disliked Psychonauts 1. I thought it was very clunky and hard to play, and that's because it's a PlayStation 2 game with no... Like, if you don't have nostalgia, it's hard to go back. So I think that's why I was, like, going into this game with an ounce of concern, not knowing if it would be for me, and then also probably why I enjoyed the beginning less, because I was a little pessimistic. But it was it was just nice to hear validation from a third-party third party source that the original is not perfect anymore.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But I do recommend that YouTuber, if you're at all interested. He has lots of interesting videos. I, I don't know why I'm plugging him, but... Congrats Congrats, Noodle He's very big He's way bigger than us So it's not like I'm plugging some little guy who's smaller than us (laughs) But it was was really good But that was my week That was your week That was our week
1: Our week
0: So We'll be back next week Post game awards Are you excited? I'm pumped Hopefully there's much to talk about I think they're will. The nice thing about this show is that if it's a three-hour show, which it will be, if they announce like five cool things in that time, like Jeff is promising, that's like so much fun stuff to talk about on this show, and then the audience doesn't have to sit and watch a terrible three-hour show. That's true. Um, you can also expect some impressions of a certain Halo Infinite next
1: week. <gasps> the campaign drops
0: in a couple of days, and uh diving into that so we can Mm. get some impressions next week the the reviews are out like from big sources and and they seem to like it a lot so i'm excited
1: that's good that's (laughs) i'm not gonna say unexpected but it's unexpected
0: you're correct you'd be correct if you said it so
1: it's always good when it's good reviews even if it's a game that you don't like aren't into it's like well that's good at least
0: At least, yeah, the fans will be happy. Which, like, I'm not a big Halo fan. I've only played some of the first one, but I'm still very excited to play this one. And I haven't read reviews because, again, plagiarism. Um, But looking at the numbers, at the very least, very good. One of the higher numbers this year, actually. So, which, again, that's not saying much. This year's been pretty tepid. (laughs) Yeah. So, thanks, everybody, for listening.
1: Thank you, guys, for listening.
0: We'll see what you next podcast? week for our for the last regular episode of the calendar year.
1: Whoa. It's almost twenty twenty two.
0: Wow. And then we got a couple specials in store for everybody.
1: Oh, wee, wee, specials.
0: Wow. That's the second siren we've gotten in like a minute and a half time.
1: I know. I'm on fire today. That's why I need the siren. <laughs> fire department.
0: Well, would does the siren come from the fire or the truck that's going to put the fire out? The truck. So why are you making the noise if you're on fire?
1: Because I need them to hear me. But I'm. It's like the... it's like a mating call for a fire truck.
0: You're trying to mate with the fire truck. No,
1: oh, I just want him to see me. Thank you guys so much for listening <laughs> to this week's episode. I can't wait to talk about the game awards next week.